what is it that really matters for you as you think about these weeks and, and days and these, these events that are coming up? Not what does the world say? Not even what does your mom say, right? Mm-hmm. But like, what is it that really, really matters and deciding that that matters. And so you are going to be intentional you know, around that. Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to welcome Lissa Figgins to the podcast. Lissa, can you say hi and tell us about yourself and tell the people how we met? I love this story. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. And I listen to your podcast every single week and glean so many nuggets out of it. And Megan was a guest on my podcast a few months ago, the Redeem for Time podcast back in June. And you dropped so many nuggets there about how to really know if it's God's voice or ours. So I'll put that little plug in. I'm sure you guys are hearing that from here. Yeah. But Megan and I met online on one of those virtual networking events and we were both in the same room. I think it was my first time at that, uh, at that group. And as soon as Megan said, you know, kingdom alignment, like my radar went up and I was like, okay, she's a Jesus girl. I am too. We need to connect. (laughs) And -hmm. I remember you saying like, you saw the, you saw my face, like when you said that. And so, yeah. So then we just, you know, connected outside of that. We had a mutual friend as well, but we made our own connection. And really, honestly, it was through that first conversation that you and I had that really set the trajectory for what I do with redeem her time. And so I yes. just love how God brings people at the right time. You know, it's, he prepares our hearts and then he gives them those words to speak into our mm-hmm. life. And it literally has changed everything about how I show up and serve women. So thank yes, you. And I can't wait to dig more into that. Cause I definitely want, I'm going to ask you about that, but I love this story because I remember kind of starting my business and sharing about what I do. And I'm guessing a lot of listeners might feel this way too. It's like how how honest do you want to be? How bold do you want to be? It doesn't always have to be about faith. It can be about whatever passion that God's put in your heart to talk about. And I remember being on the, in that call and thinking, okay, we're gearing up. I'm gearing up again to say I'm a life coach. Well, specifically a kingdom life coach. I help, you know, women hear the voice of God and really map out their plan in their life. And I see you nodding along and smiling and that, that one person, you were the person to go, Oh my gosh, Megan, because you said that this ministers to me, this inspires me and and is bringing me to a different level of faith. And I love the way that God does that because there's that moment. I'm always talking about this moment of choice where we can kind of pull back and be a little more private and a little more comfortable, or we can just take that step of faith and say, you know what? here's the real deal. This is what I'm all about. And then boom, automatically, he's like, you needed to say that because you were going to connect with Lissa. She has her coaching business. And then at that moment, it changed everything for you. So I would love for you to tell everyone, what were you doing? And how did that moment, like how did God shift your business and what you knew you were meant to do? And how are you helping people now? Yeah. I love the going back and thinking about this story, right? So I was helping women to simplify their life because what I found was the more women I connected with, 
the more they are just like, life is busy. There's always so much going on and they're just, you know, hustle, bustle, hurry, scurry, you know, type thing. And so I really thought the answer is to help them simplify their focus. And it was talking about like where we're investing our time and faith was one element of it. And people knew that faith was really something foundational for me, but I wasn't leading with the faith piece. Mm -hmm. And so it was when you and I had that conversation and you just asked a great question like you do, right? Like great kingdom life coaches, just ask questions and let God stir what he's going to stir. Mm -hmm. And when you asked me, like, what if you led with the faith? Like, what if you made that like the basis of what you do? It was already what was in me, but like you said, it wasn't what I was putting out front for everyone else. It was for me, the foundation of how I was viewing and using my time mm-hmm. but it wasn't the, what I was teaching women to look at. And so that literally shifted everything because prior to that, I would have said, Hey, we're going to fix your busyness by getting into your, into your calendar, by getting into your, t- into your to-do list, by getting into, right. These things that you're spending your time on, and I can help mm-hmm. you organize and order it all. And it'll be amazing. And you'll have this, you know, amazing life. And yet you and I both know, as do I'm sure your listeners, Mm -hmm. we can tidy up those, those time blocks. We can make, you know, a a really neat to-do list with lots of little check boxes. We can color code things. We can do whatever, Mm -hmm. but that order left to itself goes to disorder. And the reason why is because busy is not just a disordered schedule or to-do list. It's actually a disordered heart. Mm-hmm. It really starts inside with what am I prioritizing? Mm-hmm. What am I valuing? What am I believing? Right. Am I, be- and what I really had learned along the way was that when I started focusing on who I was and whose I was mm-hmm. now that started gu- guiding where my time went. And I can't yeah. say that you don't ever get busy in life when you are working on the heart stuff, but it's always, you know, we, we want to blame the heart. We want to blame the calendar first, right? We mm-hmm. want to point to well, this is just the season of life because of the stage of my, my kids are in or the, the, the season of my marriage or the season of the year, right? With the holidays in front of us. Like, this is mm-hmm. why I'm busy. And guess what? Those things will pass and likely you will still feel busy if you don't address the heart part of it. Right. So, and I love it that you, because real simplify, simplify your focus, I think was your original was tagline, right? It was. And even as you're describing the, that original piece, it, 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 it's like, it seems important. I should want that. I should want to simplify my time. And then I think of that question, but why does it matter? What Mm -hmm. is it for? Why do you want to simplify your time? Is it just because the world says we should be minimalists and be essential and focus on this and that? And I think what you and I are resonating with is as kingdom people, we believe there's something deeper and and something, the way God orders our steps, Mm -hmm. the way he wants to really bring us into a deeper level of faith and connection with other people, with himself. And that ultimately is going to then inform our purpose and how we move forward. So when I was thinking specifically about the holidays and you mentioned that I was thinking, oh man, people are gearing up all all of a sudden your to-do list gets a mile long and you have to, you know, talk to, so, you know, buy the, buy the gifts and, and order the food, whatever it is. And on my heart race is just even describing it, even though I'm not currently living it today, but it's coming. And I thought, okay, who do I need to talk to about this? It's going to be Lissa. So what I would love to hear you talk about is because you help women redeem their time, right? So it comes from a verse in Ephesians, about redeeming the time for God's purposes. So when you think about the holidays specifically, 
I have a couple of questions. Like number one, how do you advise people? Like what questions should we be asking ourselves? How do we prepare to enter in, in a, in a calmer and a peaceful place, a more intentional place. And then I know that you have found a specific pro, I don't want to say program, maybe perspective on how to do a with God life. Cause that's a lot of what you say too. We're doing our with God life. How do we do that in the holidays? So what should we be thinking about? And then how can we be thinking about God and what his purpose is over the holidays? Yeah. Well, first I want to, I want to read you that verse from Ephesians five, because it really speaks to, it speaks right to us, right? It says, look carefully then. So there's intention right there. Look carefully how mm-hmm. you live, right? How you spend your time, not as unwise, but as wise. Mm right? We have a choice. Like you said, there's a crossroads, right? It's there, there, we can make wise choices and unwise choices, redeeming the time or some versions say making the best use of the time because, and I love this version that says, because these are difficult days, right? Like, yes, this world is full of distractions, right? The world around us, the enemy, you Mm -hmm. know, wants to get us looking and thinking in the other direction away from Mm -hmm. building his kingdom And, you know, that's really what it's about. Am I using my time to build God's kingdom or am I building my own, right? Am I just looking for my comfort and my convenience? So that's kind of that perspective. And if it's okay with you, I want to switch the order of your questions. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, because I'd love to get into the heart first. Mm -hmm. And then I think that really guides what we do with our calendar, right? Because thank you. Thank you for coaching me. (laughs) Clearly I'm a novice at this. So this is great. This is, this is so perfect because you're exactly right. I want to jump into, give me the holiday survival list. Like, Lisa, give me the checklist. You know, I want to like drowning here. I need to know how to get up. Okay. Exactly. And I can give you those great things and I will, but I think this perspective really shifts everything. So mm-hmm. it was it was just after my conversation with you, I was going through a devotional. I pulled it out so I could look at it today. It's called Words of Wonder, Pauses for Advent by Trevor Hudson. It's like this mm-hmm. little tiny, really thin book. Mm-hmm. And they pick one word for each day of Advent. Well, one of the days, the word was with. Mm-hmm. And so it's based on Matthew 1, 23 through 25. And it says, look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And then it went on to read this. So I'm just gonna read you the first paragraph. It says, one of my favorite versions of scripture is the life with God Bible. The title is a powerful reminder that the Bible is all about human beings living with God. Little wonder that one of the names given to Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So what does this mean for us during Advent? Mm-hmm. And that just really struck me. Okay. I've sung this song, Emmanuel, right? So many Christmases now I just turned 50. So however many Christmases I've been singing that you and, and me both, it's often, you know, lost on us. I mean, we have this moment of wonder, right? But like, what does it really mean that God has come to dwell with us? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look through scripture, so I got the Bible, which I have sitting right here next to me too. I fully recommend it because they have some such great notes that are specific to what I call the with God life. Mm-hmm. And if you look through scripture, literally from creation to revelation, it is God's invitation to do life with man, mm-hmm. right? Like one verse that I love, I actually listen to this every single morning because it gives me this kingdom perspective. It's from Revelation 21 verses two and three. And it says, and I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now listen, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them 
and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. Hmm. Right? Like that's what all this is building towards. It wasn't just Jesus coming and that was God with us. It wasn't just God in the garden with, you know, Adam and Eve. And that was God with us. Like this is all building towards like eternity with God, the eternal with, it's not like Jesus comes in and he dips and be like, okay, well, peace out everybody. Exactly. Sends the Holy spirit to be with us. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the more I got thinking about the more I started studying it. So I grabbed the Bible. I've been reading chronologically this year, specifically looking for evidence of God's invitation to be with us and man's response. Like he Mm -hmm. makes space somehow in his sovereignty. I don't always understand how he makes space for our participation, but he does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are so many examples in scripture of people who say yes to the with God life and people who say no. Right. And like, we see the difference in what, what happens with their, their days, right. What happens with their lives, the blessings of being in his presence and the consequences of choosing otherwise. And so that really just led me to say, okay, this is not just a Christmas thing. Like Christmas is a great time to pause and remember Emmanuel, God with us, but how do I live the with God life all the time? Not just even on the couch when I have my quiet time, because that was what I did for so long, right? Me and Jesus, right? We're good. And then I get off the couch to the rest of my day and like almost forgot that, you know, we had spent that time together. And I was like, Mm -hmm. how do I bring him into everything? And so that's when I created this with God life, like framework where there are eight different areas of our life. Of course, our faith walk, our relationships, which include family and friendships, our worker service, our finances, our wellness, the passions we have, and even how we care for our homes. Like how do we bring Emmanuel into everyday living? How do Mm -hmm. we live in this season we're in, not just the Christmas season we're in, but like this season of life we're in and be fully present with him and where he's called us. And also like in light of eternity of that revelation day, right? When it will just be with all the time. So that really has shifted my perspective on my time all year, right? Not just about Christmas time. Mm. We're supposed to do this all year long, not just Christmas time. Okay. I'm writing that down. Not right. just Christmas, not just Christmas. One of my clients told me the other day that she's like, I do, I start Christmas really early. And I'm like, you know what? With the with God life really is Christmas it, all year long. Yes. So here's permission to yes. turn on the every gym. day, every day. What does it look like to be with God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we order our hearts. We understand that it's not just a seasonal thing, right? It's not like a pumpkin spice latte or a peppermint mocha. That's only seasonal. This is like all the way, all year round, the with God life. And yet there's something very interesting about the holidays. That's like a, like a reset, like somehow the the calendar is ordered to remind our minds and our hearts. Oh yeah, this is important. We kind of slow. It's kind of funny. I say we slow down, but in some ways we actually don't slow down. We actually speed up. Like it's really countercultural to slow down and be with God. So talk to me more about that with God, Emmanuel with us. Yeah. Well, I mean, we say this is what the most wonderful time of the year, right? But (laughs) we say, right. We say it. You're right. This is the whole thing. We say that. And yet I think you're right. Like, do we actually live that? Mm -hmm. Do we actually take the time to slow down, right? To ponder Emmanuel, or are we just busy in the hustle and bustle of everything because here's what I think happens. I think we get around Christmas time and we feel a lot of ex- of what I call the shuns, expectations, mm-hmm. obligations, and distractions, 
right? Like there are, like you said, a lot of things that only happen during this time of the year or things that, you know, that we, that we only bring out to this time of the year or that we eat this time of the year or that we talk about, you know, those types of things. And, you know, it can be really easy to lose sight of Emmanuel when we're mm-hmm. so busy with all, you know, with all the North pole stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, and I love that obligations. What was the other one? Expectations, expectations and distractions. Oh my gosh. We could stop right there and really like dig into that. So if someone's listening, I'm like, write those three words down. What obligations, expectations and distractions, like how are those manifesting right now? Because we don't, because what I hear you saying is that's not a really a with God life. That's like letting the world inform what this is supposed to look like. So we, we dig into, okay, what do I think the obligations are, right? Because we get those invitations that come for this party and that thing and that, you know, being the school mom and running the show, whatever it is. So what do we think our obligations are? What are we, what are, well, and I think what are other people's expectations and what are our own expectations? So that is a two-sided coin, we, two-headed exactly. monster that sometimes we can, we really need to slay. And then distractions, that's like, that's like Satan's field day right there. Just start throwing in things that are going to distract us. So, okay. So we got to think through those. And then once we're clear on some of those things that can go, then, then what does it look like to walk with God very intentionally once we're clear about our alignment and our heart posture? Yeah. Well, the first thing is going to be to keep reminding ourselves of that's what this season is all about. Mm -hmm. Right. So I know that sometimes when life gets busy, it's easy to say like, Oh, I'll get back to my quiet time, my Bible reading, my prayer, whatever later. And yet, like, we need that time to fill up, right? Mm -hmm. We need that time Mm -hmm. to fill up with him. Because like you said, if we don't fill up with him, then the world will fill us up with all of their stuff. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and so especially during a busy time, you know, and again, this is not just a holiday thing. We're talking about Mm -hmm. it in context of the holidays, but let's be honest, right? Life gets busy at at work. Or if if you're running a business, life gets busy with kids, life gets busy with a health issue, whatever it is, we have a tendency to like put off, you know, those things that really are what we need most. And Mm -hmm. so really saying that it will here, let me just frame it this way. Have you ever had your kids remember when they were younger? summertime, right? There's not like this, like schedule all the time. And they're like, mom, I'm bored. Mm. (laughs) Right. And I would always say to my kids, well, boredom is a choice. So I guess you can choose that if you want to. And I also think that busy is a choice, Mm. right? Like I think that it's not just something that happened. Well, let me just, let let me kind of think about how I want to say this. It is a choice for us, right? We can let it just happen to us. Like you said, we can let the world decide what's going to happen. And that's what I call living by default, right? It's just kind of wherever the wind takes me, whatever, you know, whatever happens and who knows where we're going to end up, right? Or we can choose to live by design and we choose to live by design. That's where we are determining here's what matters and here's what doesn't. So guess what? That involves saying the N-O word to some things and that's okay. So that, you know, we are building a life with God, that is not going to leave us feeling drained and exhausted at the end of it, but is really going to leave us feeling, you know, just fulfilled and filled up with the things, with the things that he does. So you get to decide, right? Especially when we come through the holidays, right? What is it that really matters for you as you think about these weeks and, and days and these, these events that are coming up, not what does the world say? Not even what does your mom say? Right. Mm -hmm. But like, 
what is it that really, really matters and deciding that that matters. And so you are going to be intentional, you know, around that. Yeah. I have a question because I know you to be a woman of great like promptings and systems. Mm-hmm. And you've got these beautiful PDFs and Canva stuff that you create all the time. So if someone's coming into the holidays and they're like, okay, I understand with God is all year round, but I'm really kind of getting amped up for the holidays. Like, what do you suggest? Like, how do we start a with God day or a with God week as we're thinking about this? Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure you've got some, some tricks up your sleeve as to like some questions we can ask ourselves or things to be thinking about to really order our hearts toward that versus the world. Yeah. I love that. And this is this whole concept of we have to fill up before we can pour out. Mm-hmm. I think, especially as women, especially as wives and moms and business owners and volunteers and whatever it is that God's called us to, we have a tendency to just be doing right. Always doing, 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 doing for other people. And it feels really great, right? It feels like we're, you know, we're doing something for him and yet are we really doing it with him? Right. Mm-hmm. So I love the Yes. How can I slow down and fill up first? You mentioned weekly. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that Sabbath is that gift. It's that gift from God that reminds us that we do not own our time. He is the one who is sovereign over our time Mm -hmm. and we can trust him enough to give him an entire day out of our week. And, and that the the other six days will be more than enough time to get it all done. Yeah. Right, Sabbath like so. still exists in the holiday season, right? Like, so if that's yeah. if it's Sunday for you, it can be whatever day it needs to be, but say traditionally it's Sunday. What does it look like to, to put him first, go to your local worship service, go to church and then stop. We're not shopping on Sunday. We're not wrapping gifts on Sunday. Like, Oh goodness. C- can this wait so that we can properly order our hearts and minds to connect with him and remember the reason like that's a challenge as I describe yeah. it, you know, like yeah. Sunday, Sunday's the day that I do all the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet so often we look at Sunday as the last day of the week, right? Cause it's at the end of our weekend. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, yeah, this is what I'm working towards. So it's either my day to catch up or it's my day to reward myself for the hard work I've done all week. And yet Sabbath is really the first day of the week. It's what prepares us for what mm-hmm. is laying ahead of us those next six days. And so that is that time for us to fill up and to spend that time with him. And I guarantee that we often think we don't have time to do something like that. But when we take the time to do that, even if it's not a full day, even if you start Mm -hmm. with like a half a day or a couple of hours, right. Or a few minutes, if that's where you are right now, like notice how that actually gives you more time because you're not going on empty. Right. And it makes such a difference. I call um, that kingdom, kingdom math, kingdom math gives you more time math, right? when yeah. your mind wants to think it's less time, but it's actually not. It's good. Exactly. Okay. Sabbath. Exactly. What else? Then I would say, make sure you have that fill that refill time each day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy, especially if our phone, you know, is, is near our, our beds, which it shouldn't be for all kinds of reasons, but it's really easy to let that start guiding our day, whether it's checking social media or responding to everyone who messaged since the last time we checked or, you know, checking the weather, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you know what, like, like you said, if we let the world fill us up, right, there's, there's not space then there's not space for us to, to be with him. And so like having that time with him and again, in your season of life, you may have the luxury of an hour or two. You may be mm-hmm. like, you know, Hey, Megan and Melissa, I, I got like five minutes before I have to be on duty and that's okay. 
but like taking that time to just, you know, maybe it's just like this little book I shared where it's one word you're focusing on or one verse or, you know, just something to kind of ground you in what really matters before Mm -hmm. you go into your day. I think that that's key, right? And I'll link, I'll link, I'll link that book in the show notes too. I think that's really exciting. Okay. Ah, yeah. And I would say have a plan for your time going into the holidays because mm-hmm. let's be honest, like 80% of these next few weeks is still everyday life. Yes, there are some big things that are coming up and, you know, are going to totally, you know, change w- the way we use our time, but there's still a lot of regular life in there. And mm-hmm. I think what often happens is we're like, oh, it's the holidays. And we just kind of throw up our hands in like, you know, surrender to the fact that we could even have any kind of intention during this time. And I don't agree with that, right? Like I truly think it may look a little different, but we can still have intention as to where our time is going to go in this season and then not come out on the other end of it really frazzled right? because everything got, you know, kind of thrown off to the wayside while we were, while we were busy doing all the holiday stuff. And okay. So let me ask you this. How do yeah. you decide what to say yes to and what to say no to? Because I, I'm positive. Someone's listening going, okay, I've got these, the, the invitations are coming in, the obligations, the expectations, all the shuns that we talked about. So mm-hmm. what what's the good tip or trick or how what have you found to be really helpful in discerning the yeses and the nos and even specifically around the holidays? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, it's such a great question for all year long because we tend to say yes to all kinds of things and then sometimes regret those yeses. So around the holidays, I think the first thing is that you decide what things matter to you first, you know, and you can do, if if you're listening to this and you haven't done that yet, that's okay. You can sit down today and spend Mm -hmm. a few minutes saying, what are the main priorities that I have that maybe my, my family has that we want to make sure fit in and then put those on your calendar right? Because here's the thing, you can have great intentions and say, these are the things that we really want to have happen. And then all those invitations come that end up filling all the time. And then you never get around to the things that really matter to you. So I think first of all, decide what are those like, almost like, what are those have tos? No, nothing's a have to have to, but you know, like, what are those things that really are going to make this the best experience for you and your immediate family and get those on the calendar first. And then as invitations come in, right? They're not taking the space of that unless you make that discerning choice that yes, this is something, you know, and I will just move this other thing that I already put on there around. But, you know, now you know that your building blocks or your, your important things are already on there first and everything else is just kind of extra, you know, and I would say, slow down your yes, right? How, how easily we just say yes, really fast without really thinking through things. And then we kind of realize after the fact, oh, shoot, this is going to mean, you know, I'm going to have three nights out in a row, or this is going to mean, you know, I've got, you know, three meals I have to, you know, be able to have prepared or whatever, whatever it involves. So mm-hmm. if we slow down that yes and say, let me, can I get back to you? Right. And yeah. not feel like we have to give the yes right away. Mm-hmm. It will allow us time to kind of say like, is this going to distract from what I say matters? not only holiday things, but also life things, you know, and then yeah. kind of figure out how it is that we can, yeah, respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it's a, just not this year, but thanks for the invitation. Yeah. And I think about like you had said earlier, kind of what, how would you fill your calendar with what's important and valuable for you and your immediate family? 
And I, I do want to sit there for a second because I do think it's important to think, okay, I personally would say yes to this because I'm an extrovert or I love to go to as many parties as possible. Right. But how is this going to affect my marriage? Like, how does my spouse feel about this? Is this going to stress him or her out? How will my kids feel about this? So if it's not just you making the decision, if it doesn't only impact you, that's the first thing is, is how will it impact your spouse or your kids? And when we're living in community, whether that's in, in any kind of extended family, but I would really argue that nuclear family, especially that the marriage and kids, how will, how will your yeses and nos affect them? I think is a secondary piece that's yeah. really important to be healthy in the space that is most valuable, you know, in your yeah. home. And that's why you want to slow down your yes, because every time you say yes to something, you're inadvertently saying no to other things, right? Because you can't be in multiple places at one time. You can't be doing multiple things at the same time. Even though we think we can multitask, I, I talk about multitasking is not your superpower. It's actually your kryptonite because it makes you not fully present. But yeah, you're right. Like, you know, am I slowing down to really think through how this is going to affect people? And, you know, I think sometimes we feel guilty around saying no. And, you know, especially if it's like extended family, you know, and they, they're extending the invitation, but we either, we've already got something in that spot, or we just really feel like it would just be too much. And yet, like, if we step back, we could say, you know what, the value is on the time together. So perhaps you could, instead of just saying, no, we can't come like suggest another time or another way that you could meet that need of having time together. Yes. Right. My counselor, my counselor calls that the big juicy counter offer. I was just thinking oh. about that. She says, if you're going to say no, cause you know that no is the right decision, then how can you follow that up with a big juicy counter offer? Like I can't do that. That won't work for me that day, but I can meet for coffee or we can have an afternoon together in January or like put something out there. So the receiver thinks, Oh, it's not just me that you're saying no to. And you never want to spend time with me. It's just in this season, it won't work but I can do this. So I've definitely incorporated that into my life for sure. Yeah. I love that. You know, and I remember I, the book, the best yes is one that I use with my clients by Lisa yeah. Turkhurst. Mm -hmm. And it is like, we have a tendency to just give half yeses, but when we give a half yes to someone and not our best, yes, sometimes we can be you know, regretful of how it's affecting us. We can be, you know, a little bit, a little bit salty about that. Yes. When it actually comes around to doing it and then it doesn't serve anyone. Right. So, you know, intentionally be able to say right now, this is not my best. Yes. But like you said, would you circle back? You know, if it's something you do think would be a good yes down the road, just not right now, you know, we uh -huh. have to be, we have to be good stewards of our time. You know, we only get 24 hours in a day and you know, and it's time will fill with something, right? And there has never been a minute of your life that did not fill with something, <laughs> right? That's right. just how time is. And so we just have to, it's like, you have to be those gatekeepers and really just say, is this something that I want to invest my time in and how, what kind of return is this going to bring, you know, and really protecting that and building in some margin. And I'm just going to give anyone listening right now, permission to have some blocked off white space during the holidays. Like, in fact, you know, I think Megan would, would second this, right? Like, we're going to give you direction to do it, like challenge you to block off some white space, right? Because that's where we leave room to just be 
for God to intervene, right? Maybe just to have those interactions with our family that are unplanned, unscripted, unright, scheduled, those types of things. And if we're always just going from one thing to the next, we don't leave space for those things to happen. And we right. Just- and then we wonder why can't I hear from God? Why don't I hear the Holy Spirit whisper? And I think God's like, <laughs> right? because you're not allowing space for me to actually speak to you. So that's so good. So listen, when you think about your calendar, what's one thing that you are putting in your calendar right now that's like important for your family? Like what are what are you guys going to do? Is there a tradition or something specific? Well, it's really interesting because we have a very different Christmas coming up. At the time that this is coming out, my husband will be in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. He and three other Army veterans are going to be rowing 3,000 nautical miles across the Atlantic Ocean in a not very large boat. There's only room for two people to curl up in a corner to sleep at a time, and the other two are rowing. And this happens 24-7 to get them from Spain to, to Antigua. He's doing it for veteran mental health awareness and suicide prevention. So all of that to say, Christmas is going to look very different this year. And so I would say the biggest thing, and there are a lot of other moving parts. I have two boys in the military. Guess what? They don't own their time, even at the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's happening and some other family things that are happening. So for me this year, it's just going to be my heart presence, right? And like just being willing to like, go with the flow and be with the people that I'm with and not have the expectations of it has to be on this day, or it has to be in this way. Because right now, honestly, I have no idea what this Christmas is going to look like. And yet I have a feeling it's going to be a memorable one. Yeah. Meaning (laughs) right behind it. So I'm sorry to give you kind of like this random question, but that is mic drop mic drop worthy. And there's not room for you in the boat. There's only room for the other two. So unfortunately you can't go with them. Right. But you could maybe fly over there. Are you going to fly over? I I'm going to meet them in Antigua. I'm like, okay. I will see you at the finish line and then we'll celebrate there yes. for a few days. So you're there. putting that in your calendar that goes in the calendar. For sure. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. For Thank sure. you so much for teeing this up for us. I think it's so important and we could talk forever and we'll have to keep talking. But if someone's thinking, man, I would love to connect with Lissa or just understand more of who she helps and what she does, how can they connect with you? Yeah, the best place is to, if you're already a podcast listener, come on over to Redeem Her Time, where we talk all about biblical truth and time management tools to help you make the best use of your time. And I've got a free gift as well that I'd love to offer your your listeners, especially during this busy season. It's Mm -hmm. called my Fill Your Cup First Guide right? Because whether it's the holidays or not, you can't pour from empty. And so when you fill up, right, then you can pour out and then you're pouring him out, right? Instead of just that strength that you can muster in yourself. And so I teach women, like, how do you set up these daily refills? Why are they important? What do you, what, you know, what would you want to do during that time? And then help you figure out when you're actually going to do them. And it's just been amazing to hear from the women who've implemented this, the difference that it has made in their time, we think mm-hmm. we don't have time to do things like like that to refill. And yet they've found they actually get get back so much more in their time when they do do that. So okay. yeah, and how can they get that? At, that's at redeemhertime.com okay. forward slash fill. Amazing. Yeah. Will you do me a favor? Will you just pray for everybody as we get ready for the holiday season? Will you just say a quick prayer and yeah. bless? I would them? love that. I would love that. Uh, dear God, thank you for the season ahead of us. Thank you for a time to remember, to remember that you are Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you that you have reached out in that divine invitation and you make space for our active participation in the with God life. 
And God, I pray that each person listening would say yes to that invitation. And that as we go through this holiday season, we would not get distracted or even weighed down by the expectations and obligations that we're feeling in and around us, but that we would be focused on you, that we'd be focused on just the meaning of you being with us and what this is building towards as uh, we think about eternity with you. And so God, I pray that you'll give us wisdom as to how we use our time. May, may we be wise and not unwise and redeem it in a way that honors you and builds your kingdom. Thank you for what you will do and for your gift to us this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We pray for Alyssa's husband who's in a boat. All right. Safety, safety. Angels watching over him. All right. Thanks, girl. You're the best. And I can't wait to talk again sometime. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, meganbnilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.